Okay, so Mitzvah Shem, we're going to continue with our the Sheren Chavis Talmidim. It's been a couple of weeks since before Ben Ezmana, but Mitzvah Shem will continue. We're in the middle of the Perak, the eleventh Perak, heading towards the end of the Sefer, the last uh, last Perak. I think it's the third is Perak. Uh, yeah, the thirteenth Perak. So Ramish towards the end of the Sefer, and he was discussing last time really at something called Asmadas Avoida, Asmadas Abakasha, Veshkafa Mereimima. He said that there's really three nekudas that a person needs in order to be able to shtayg. A person needs to have a smadis avayda, need to be involved in avayda constantly. If a person is not involved in avayda, a person doesn't have a smadis avayda, you, you know, you do one thing, do something else, do something else, constantly jumping from avayda to avayda, or just not being consistent in your avayda, of course, a person's not gonna be able to be matzliach. A person needs a smadis avayda. The second thing is a smadis abakasha. A person needs to have proper bakashas. If you don't have, if you don't have bakasha, if you don't desire to grow, so it's not even shaykh to have a smadis avayda, right? We said he's working, you know, working his way up. So the, the thing that's the most practical, that's the most lamaisa, smadis avayda. That's what you need. How do you get to smadis avayda? You need a smadis avakasha. You need to have a bikush constantly for growth. If a person doesn't desire to grow, a person's not looking constantly for ways to grow, so it'll be impossible to have a smadis avayda because you know, growth is not something which is on your radar bachlau. And memela, smadis avayda is not shaykh. So you need a smadis avayda, the third thing he said was you need hashkafa meraimama. That's really what we'll talk about today is you need, you need a lofty hashkafa. You need to be able to view yourself and recognize what you're capable of and memela, then you'll have a bikish for big things and memela, then you'll actually be able to do the avayda. Those are the three, the three nakudas that he spoke about. Is first of all, you have to recognize what you're capable of, recognize what it means to be a yid, recognize what, you know, what it means to have an ashama inside of you, what you're capable of because you have an ashama. Then memela, you say, okay, if that's what I'm capable of, I now want that. And I have a bikish for that, and my bikish is not something which is just a fleeting moment, but it's something which I focus on, I recognize, I talk about, I think about, something which is part of my psyche, that the fact that I recognize that I'm capable of more than, I, more than I'm doing right now. I have a bakasha, a bikush, for something bigger. And then once I have those first two steps, then a chayach, a smadis avoida, then a chayach to actually be involved in working, okay, what do I need to actually make sure that that bakasha that I have for real growth, for what I'm really capable of, is actually coming to the world of Lamaisa, and then it's possible the third thing which he said is Asmadis Avaida. And that's really what he spoke about last time is these three Nakudas which are necessary in order to really be able to grow properly. So he just continues today and I'll talk about a little bit about which is really the first one of those things, which is the recognition of what you're capable of, which is the way he started the Sefer and what he talks about constantly throughout the Sefer. And once we recognize what we're capable of, then we say, okay, so we want more than we were holding. And he says like this, he says, Ben Yakar, in the 11th parak, he says, Ben Yakar, he says, I've told you this many times throughout the Sefer, that the goal of the Sefer is not simply to be able to give you a list of rules to follow. Follow these rules and then you'll become, you know, a Ben Ali. It's not just to be able to be mitzavayu, to get to, uh, to be telech b'derech Hashem. Because you know that and you want that. Rather, I came to be able to teach you how to do it, and to ensure that you're able to make this into something which is constantly part of your life. Not just to say, okay, you know, this is what you should be doing, follow this path and Amrit will be fine. But rather to figure out, okay, you want, you want to follow the path, you want to get to the place of growth. How do you do that? What are the things that are stopping you, right? We spoke at length in the previous prakim about the main challenges that a person has towards growth, a person has an Avayi Hashem. So what's stopping you? How do you overcome those challenges? And then Mamela, so you can figure out, how do I Lamaisa get to the place where I'm involved in that Avayi constantly? And he says, that a person should have hasmada in his avayda, whether a person is actually involved in growth, whether a person is in a matzav of, of uh, you know, menucha, and even when a person falls, and a person needs a smadis avayda, which he spoke about, 
And that asmadis avoida doesn't only mean what a person's shtaigin means. Whatever matzav a person finds himself in, they're constantly working on growth. Whether a person's in a matzav of growth, he's actually involved in a place or, or, or in a situation in his life where he's growing. Whether a person's in a more of a relaxed state, or even when a person's falling, a person has to figure out, how do I have an avoida? What is the avoidus Hashem that I'm supposed to be involved in when I actually fell? Right? There's an avoida of when I'm growing, there's a void of steiging, and then there's a void of Hashem, which takes place once I have an afila. What is the avoid of Hashem when I have an afila? What's the avoid of Hashem when I'm in a shas of, of menucha, when I'm, a, when I'm on vacation, when I'm not in that state of I'm in Yisrael and everything's, the whole, the whole matzav around me is, is, you know, focused on growth. How do I, how do I focus on avoid of Hashem? And I'm not in that matzav. A person needs to figure out constantly, again, it's mother's avoid, it means, Whatever matzav of in, I figure out how to serve Hashem. Abudurenu ela oid lo yitzanu is a dechav chayv yisenu alecha chayv sa oizer v'toymach he eich ma oirem gama zois veich mestaglam liyas doig umavakash tamidi. He says, okay, that's again. This is the first step. Asmadis 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 avoida, but it's you're not going to have asmadis avoida if you don't have asmadis abakasha if you don't actually understand what your bika should be for, what you should be doig for, what you should be worried about and looking at, looking for constantly. Darka shel ish avshi yadei shi yisrolu. The derech of a person is, even though he knows he's a yid, and it's on him, he should get rid of all of the, all of the dirt that's on him, the spiritual things, the kabes, to clean himself off, to purify himself. You ask any person that told you, yeah, I know I'm a yid, and I know these are things that are not appropriate for me to be involved in, and I know that I should be growing and becoming closer to Hashem and getting rid of all of the refesh vitit that's on me. I know it, but it's in my makshava. But the issue is, and this is what's, this is what's lacking in Asmadis Abakasha is, okay, you know that this is something you need to do, but if you don't have the bikish for it, if you don't actually desire to, to, you know, to move from the place of being stuck in that refesh vitit, to move to a place where you actually clean, where you're actually closer to the Rabbanishalam, so then nothing happens. You know it in your makshava, it's, it's knowledge, but if the knowledge doesn't come down to the lave, if the knowledge isn't, you don't build that bridge between the mayach and the lave, so okay, it remains in your, it remains in your head and doesn't actually do, any, do, do anything. Believe it in a kayim, your heart is not focused on it constantly. Occasionally you'll feel a fleeting moment of, you know, I should be doing something more than I'm doing now. And have a bakasha to me, do sumargish rakal oilam hazeh, echesigo, his real bakashas are only the things in oilam hazeh. Echis hametzpoi, v'yizgoi itoi, v'loyoyser, those things that he's searching for and worried about and looking for constantly is only those things in Ilam Hazab. The things which are spiritual and come into his head, and right away the Yitzhar is a way of pushing it out constantly, pushing it out very quickly. It's not something which actually lasts. He says it's crucial that you recognize that you need to focus on growth constantly, but I, I can't just tell you that you need to focus on if I don't actually help you work on how to focus in it, right? This is one of the things that he does, which is very, very beautiful in the Sefer. He doesn't just give you, you know, it doesn't just tell you what you need to do, but it'll actually help you figure out, okay, so what is, what is the avoida? How do I actually get to that place where my bikush is something which is constant? The same way I'm searching for, if I'm single, how to find a wife. If I'm, you know, if I'm married, I'm searching for a proper shalom bias. If I'm trying to make a parnas, I'm searching for how do I make money? I also need to have that same daiga, that same bikush, which is, you know, constantly with me, which is how do I, how do I grow in my avoida Hashem? Right? Well, one of the challenges of, of when a person leaves, you know, leaves the, 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 the four walls of yeshivas, and yeshiva is very clear, you know, that there's a, it's, an, it's a matzav of growth. Everyone's growing, everyone's focused on growing, whether it's growing in Torah and Avoida, but the, the, that's what the matzav is meant for. It's a matzav which is meant for, there's mashkichim there, there's rabbeim there. The whole matzav is there where a person can't just sit and stagnant in the same place. You have to grow. That's what it's there for. You have to, you know, move on to the next year. You have to move on to the next mile. You know, grow, grow on a person of Avoida Once a person leaves those confines of yeshiva, well, he's talking to yeshiva bachram, 
but it's especially more more challenging once you leave the walls of yeshiva. So now, if you're not focused on your own growth, so then none of it happens. And a person could, you know, leave yeshiva at the age of 30 and 40, 50, 60, remain the same exact person because a person doesn't have what he, what he calls a smadis abakasha. If you're not looking and searching for growth, so then, okay, I go to the same shir every day, I learn the fiyami every day, you know, I'm in, I'm in, you know, I daven three times a day, and okay, that, that's, that's my avoider. What, what else am I supposed to be doing? That's what he says. You need to have that bikosh, that daiga, to say, okay, I want more than what I have now, and how do I get to that? What, what do I want? How do I make sure that that's part of my, you know, part of my everyday machshavas is thinking about how do I grow? And once I have that, then I can figure out, okay, now what do I do lamaisa? But that, but that needs to be part of a person's mindset is how do I have that asmadis abakasha? How do I have constant bikush for growth? How, do I, how am I looking for constant growth? Especially once a person leaves, it's okay. There's no, no one else is gonna do that for you. It's crucial that you yourself come up, you know, come up with ways and, and that bikush really to, to figure out how do I uh, have that bakasha? And that's what he says. The first thing is you have to really understand that you need that bikush. But he says, but I have to explain to you how to get to that bikush. He says, He already told you twice and three times. Says the whole Musr Sefer could be the most beautiful Musr Sefer. If you don't actually make those work, make the work to be able to move out of the place you're in. So all the Muslims from in the world and the most beautiful Muslims from and all the Veritlach and all the different terror that you hear could all be very inspiring. But if you don't make the move, so you're not going to move. One foot, one foot of yours is not going to move out of the dirt. The dirt that you're stuck in all the way up to your neck, you're not going to get out of it unless you actually take these eights and bring them into the world of Lamaisa. Therefore, you need to be involved in Avaida, but the only way, again, you can be involved in Avaida is when you have that bikish, when you say, I want to have constant growth. And here he gives us the eitzah, how a person can have constant growth, constant bikish for growth, and then Mimela, once, like we said, once you get that bikish for growth, then to figure out how to actually get the growth. And this is, this is Mama, such a beautiful Pasha the Mashal that he gives, which helps us understand w- what it looks like to have a constant bikish for growth. He says, Haske Sushma, listen carefully. And here he gets to the third port, point, which is that it's all totally in the way you view yourself and the way you view what your role is. He says, Let's take an example of somebody who's very wealthy, who lost all of his money. Like a he was all the way up at the top, and unfortunately, over time, he lost all of his money. Kolzman, he says, as long as as long as he still views himself as being wealthy, I'm wealthy. I'm an Ashir. Why do other Ashirim have Rav Taiv? A person who's rich and then loses his money and still views himself as being wealthy, even though he doesn't actually have the money in the bank, he says his whole day will be thinking about constantly, how do I, how do I fit back into the role that I bet some am? I bet some a wealthy person. Bet some supposed to have a nice car and a large house and, and, and a pool in my backyard. I'm supposed to be able to go on nice vacations. That's who I am because that's a life that I once lived and right now I'm going through a difficult time in business, but bet some that's who I am. A person who lives with that, with that mindset, so the, uh, even though he's right now an Ani, he views himself as an usher, and the whole day he's just thinking about how do I get back to the place that I once was, and how do I get back to the place that I really should be in, because I'm the an usher. And he's constantly thinking about deals, and talking to people, and, and he's hustling, he's moving constantly, because he says, I need to get back to where I'm supposed to be. I'm not supposed to be an Ani, that's not my Metzias. It's not my mahos. My mahos is not my ani. I'm an usher. I just, I'm going through a difficult time. That's what happens. People go through difficult times. But I'm be'etzim an usher. The male will have the ability to get back. But the imachlefahu, a shkafase ashira, 
as soon as he changes his mindset, this is something which takes place internally, nothing external, I'm just talking about how often he's talking about business. As soon as internally, in his mind, his mindset changes from being somebody who's wealthy to being somebody who's an ani, he no longer views himself as being wealthy, he says, okay, I'm not someone, who, I'm not someone who's rich. He's not gonna look anymore for Eitzis, how to be able to get back and become wealthy again. And this is the biggest, the biggest klala for somebody who was wealthy and became poor is when he stops viewing himself as an asher and says, okay, this is my new reality. There's not much I can do. All he's thinking about, even though obviously he'd be very happy if he won the lottery and got back money, but his lave is not being dug in it. He doesn't have pain over the fact that he's not wealthy. What's he thinking about? How do I get the next meal? How do I make sure that I have bread to put on my table? How do I make sure that the electricity doesn't get shut off? How do I make sure I have heat and air conditioning you know, in the summer and winter? How do I make sure that I'm able to push it, make it through the day? As soon as his mindset is mitzamtzim, as soon as he limits his mindset to push it, thinking about how do I get through the next week, he's done. And he's never going to become wealthy again unless you know, by some miles of the Bershom gives him wealth. Uh, you know, even without his ishtablis. The only way he's going to put in real ishtablis, not just to make, not just to get bread, but to really become wealthy, is when he still views himself as being wealthy. And I saw one of the Benesh Chai writes on his, his Pirish on Megillus Eicha. He says, we say at the end of Megillus Eicha, Shevenu Hashem Elechel Veneshuva, Chadesh Yimenu Kikedem. He says, what is Chadesh Yimenu Kikedem? So he gives a mashal of, of a, wealth, a very wealthy individual who was married, was married to a woman and, you know, they had, they had two, three kids and uh, he got divorced. He decided he was no longer interested in his wife. He got divorced and his wife left him. He hadn't seen his wife and his kids for many, many years. They cut off all contact. And he says 30 years later, he bumps into you know, one of his kids or his wife and his kids, and he sees them searching through, the, searching through the dumpster, looking for some bread outside of a restaurant. He says it brings him such pain to recognize that here, here are kids who grew up in my house, who had the ability to, who had all the luxuries when they were begin, at the beginning of their life. Nebuch, they, you know, Nebuch, they no longer have those luxuries. And what are they worried about? What are they looking for? Their, their, their mindset. Their hashkafa is so limited, they're looking for a piece of bread outside of a restaurant. We do that sometimes with the Rabbanu Shemul. So we say, you know, we're stuck in Gullah. So we say, Rabbanu Shemul, what do we want? We want that there shouldn't be, you know, any terror attacks in Eretz Yisrael. Or we want that, you know, somebody who's sick should get better. Or we want that we should be able to learn a little bit better. He says, we, we think of, we think of, of our bakashas with a gullus mindset. What are we asking for? We're asking Pasha just, you know, to be able to make it through another day. Rabbanu give me Parnassus that I should be able to make. He says, Chadesh Yemenikikeda means, we tell Rabbanu we don't want to just get a, a geula based on the matzah they're in. A geula right now based on the matzah they're in is that people are healthy, and there's no wars, and there's no one's, been, no one's killing Klal Yisrael. That, that's not what we want, right? The, the Yidin, they were in the camps. They weren't, you know, the real Yidin weren't just begging that the camp should end and, you know, the Holocaust should be over. They said, Rabbanu you've got to bring Mashiach at this point. You have to think big. When you think big, Chadesh Yemenikikeda means, Rabbanu we want a Yeshua that would be Yeshua compared to the way we used to be. Even based on, even, even based on the way we were in the first place of Mikdash, it should still be a Yeshua, right? It's like what Chazal say, that the Yeshua which is going to take place to Asad Lava is going to, is going to the, the, Yeshua, the Gula of Mitzrayim is going to pale in comparison to the Gula Asida. We, we want something that's big, not just compared to where we are. We want something that's really big compared to where we should be. And that's what the PSS says. If a person views himself as being an usher, even if he lost his money, but he still says, I am an usher. I may not have the car, I may not have the money in my bank, I may not have the house to prove it, but my Metzias is an usher, I'll get, right, I'll get right back to it. As soon as he changes his mindset and says, I'm poor, and this is my new reality, and I just have to figure out how to be able to pay tuition, He's done. He's not going to have the ability to be able to get to the place because 
inside. He doesn't have that cough. He doesn't have the pain inside of him. How to get back to the place. He says, Cain, call toli maho Yisro. He says the same thing in the Nimshol. It's all totally in your mindset about what you think a Yid is. If you view yourself as being small and insignificant, if you view yourself as, okay, I'm a Yid. What's a Yid? I don't know. There's many, many nations, many religions. I'm a Yid. I haven't been chosen to be part of, you know, but, but there's nothing special and significant about who I am. I'm not just talking about that, okay, you know that it's important to be a Yid. Because the guy who became poor, the guy who was rich and became poor, also knows the joys of being wealthy. It's not just talking about an intellectual idea of what it means to be a Yid. If it's only intellectual, He's not trying to get back to being wealthy. He becomes lazy in the work that he's doing. It's not enough to just know that being a Yid is very special and being a Yid is greater than all the other nations. He says, Pasha, it's a Pasha going to share. The Rabbani Shalom is mishtaikik. The Rabbani Shalom has a shtaikikos. Lekachas is kol ish Yisrael, aydei nevi of Elov. The Rabbani Shalom wants to take every single yid into his, you know, kaviyochal onto his lap. Avotzrichem lahargis as a nefesh, hatoyev as a ben hanidach begeshem ha'olam, lashav lelechas el'ovev ulikvitz elzer ra'osev kaviyochal. V'anoichi tergartu lefrayim kochmoz ra'osev asher margolo isonu. V'gam onotzrichem lahargol as a smenu bezer. We have to become used to the fact of recognizing how precious we are by the Rabbani Shalom. Omer me'ata, we'll finish with this, uh, we'll finish with this, pa- this paragraph. Shem, Many times throughout the day, think, think about the fact that, many, think about this throughout the day, that you are standing before the Rabbanishim. When you're walking, when you're driving, when you have extra time, think about this constantly. Think about Amunis Hashem. The more you start to think about the fact that the fact that you're standing before Hashem, it's not just going to be something which is intellectual, become part of your emotional, emotional intelligence and you'll start to really recognize it and, and, and understand it. You'll know it more clear than you know what the sun is shining. The more you think about something, even something which is not just based on seichel, something which is above seichel, amuna. The more a person thinks about it, the more it becomes part of his psyche. Yosim and advarim should shereiv enav even more than that which he could see. Pashadu kelo nefesh roi sedvarim shalamalam isichla raksha nefesh naalama mimenu ukachol shemar belachsha behem es nafsha imreisa margol bezel lotzeis ulahiris ba ubriyosa roi esamita sedvarim. The more you think about the fact that you're standing before the rabbanu shalom, the more it'll become a reality to you. Hashem sefasei tifta chafiyagadil secha. Hashem, you know, inod malvada. You think about the fact that less aser panimene. You think about the fact that wherever you are. The Rabbanu is there with you, even though you can't see it with your eyes, if you do that constantly, it'll become part of who you are. And to start to think about the fact that 
what it means to be yid, what it means to be connected to the Rabbanu Shem, what, what the Rabbanu Shem desires from you, what it means v'yisimli segula mikala amim laches kainav v'gaykadosh. When you start to think about that, automatically your shkafa, your desires for yourself become so much larger than what they are. Right? We limit ourselves to such small, small. I want to move, you know, one step forward. If we start to think big and we think about ourselves to recognize what we're really capable of, mila, our shkafas become big. I'm a mela, then we have a bikush. We say, okay, if I could be wealthy, so I really want to be wealthy. We're thinking about it. We're, we're looking for aces constantly, how to have that, how to have that growth. And then my mela will, will be able to get to the third step, which is, okay, now it's how do I lamaisa? What do I do lamaisa? How do I make sure that I'm not, I'm not forgetting about it at any moment? I'm constantly involved in that avoid. So we'll continue next week and uh, finish it by with this.